Okay, and everybody, welcome into the album crawl. I am James Johnson, and here my co-host Paul Johnson. Uh, we are here today to walk through crawl through. I guess I should say, "All I Want Is You" by Miguel, as you can obviously tell from the title, as you have clicked on it and hit play. Uh, if you need a little introduction, what we do here is pick album every week. Typically, it'll be an album that neither of us know super well. We're going to listen to it for the week, and we're going to meet up again, and we're going to talk about it, see what we think about it, see if we like it at all, we don't like it, laugh at it, cherish in its good moments, and hopefully you can join us for that. So, like I said, so this is my, my pick this week, something that I personally knew no songs off of. Uh, it's Miguel's debut album, All I Want Is You. Uh, before I get to the background, I mean, Paul, you want to give me some, some first, some, uh, first thoughts, first, yeah. uh, first reactions, how you thought about it? Yeah, this is a, this is a very well-known, very high-quality R&B album that, that has some timeless songs and some that are completely stuck in time in a time capsule that only exists in 2010. And I swear you could peg it down some of these songs to 2010 or 2009 just off listening listening to them. We're gonna get to that later. How funny it is that you said that, and how much I thought the same thing. But it's anyway. Hard uh, not to. Did you do? You, well, I, you know, I don't want to ask if you liked it. I think we'll we'll talk about that later. So, but I think that's a great that's a kind of a great way to go about it. And uh, I don't know about you, but I personally don't listen to I think any R and B. I think I sort of listened to some R and B like stuff or yeah. stuff. I don't think I, I listened to any yeah. any kind of traditional R and B at all. Yeah, traditional R and B. No, I mean I'm a fan of a huge fan of Marvin Gaye. Pretty big fan of of seventies funk, but that's not exactly R and B or even close, really. Yeah, right. Um, so like funk and soul yeah. is a different Usher. thing, which I think we both like that. But R and B. This, this really actually is... brought me back to listen to Usher. Right. That's funny. Okay. Check him out. I, was like, I gotta get some other r&b in my system for some comparison yeah usher usher is a great pre this starting point actually it's funny a uh, short thing was initially written for usher no way yeah which <laughs> wow. I we get to, but that, that's it i mean that's how wow that's how it was, miguel didn't write that no no he wrote it Oh, he wrote Miguel it for had, Usher. Miguel had written the song Sure Thing, which was pitched to music executive Mark Pitts as a candidate for the singer Usher's tentative album. Wow. So he was in the industry being a songwriter. That's how he kind of got started, like Bruno Mars? No, no, not at all. Miguel? No. No, no. But that's how it was pitched. It just kind of how it was. He uh, he was just kind of around. Um, so, yeah, so let's get into it. So as Miguel was born, Miguel, I don't know how to pronounce this, so John Tell Pimentel. Uh, in 1985. Definitely not right. <laughs> could I could I say that more white? I don't think I could. We got here, Miguel, Jontel, Pimentel. Like it's it's uh, pretty bad. Anyway, um, I don't have a ton on his background more so than basically he knew he was going to be a singer and knew he kind of wanted to be in music production like ever since high school. And so a lot of his early, late teens, early 20s were spent just trying, trying to get attached to projects, getting rejected for boy bands, stuff like that. And basically, 
he originally was signed. He had a couple songs and he I was signed totally to see this, boy bands. He he was originally signed to this very small label called Black Ice. And during that time he did record Sure Thing. And he was like making music with them and then I guess something didn't happen or he didn't really like the way that they were dealing with him. So he left mm-hmm. and he ended up getting signed to Jive Records, which I'm not familiar with at all. Me neither. Never heard of it. Possibly they were at some point a thing because they decided to sign him on and to put Sure Thing out as a single in 2007. But then what happened is uh, they, Jive Records, got sued by Black Ice because Miguel was three years before the album came out. Yeah. So Black Ice sued Jive because Miguel was technically still under contract by them. And yeah, I, I guess I should say that the actually whole album was done in 2007. Done. Because of this being, because of the suing, it got delayed until November of 2010 when it released. And this is his debut. So this dude's waiting around for yeah. three years How- just waiting to get this out. Yeah, basically. How awful is that? Like, that sucks. But then he, I mean, he got it. So he's, yeah. Re- did you, do you know his Jive Records? You know, at this point, he's not established at all putting no. this album out. No, no, no. This is complete. This is completely. And, and he, okay, cool. All right, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take us through. Yeah, to say, but yeah, if you, I have a specific, look, I have one specific question. Is on the production. Do you know who produced it? This is what I mean. Okay, so, cool. I'll look, let you take me through. I'll let you take me through. I I don't have that much here, but I, I just mean if you pull up the just the the people attached to it, there's a there's a lot of different. He is an executive producer, but mostly it's this guy I named Mark. That. Mark Pitts. I believe that. Yeah. It needs to be somebody. Who was the guy at um who was the guy at Jive Records who helped find him and kind of bring the album to the forefront? Let me he tell was, you, Mark Pitts had a huge touch on this album. Yeah. The way I it was produced. Say so. I actually don't know a lot about him, but he does have okay, he does have fifty one Grammy Award nominations. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's had an okay career. He's done so well. he's an absolute giant. All right. So, <laughs> so I don't exec producer. You, let's, I don't know let's, producers either. I, I don't know producers. Let either. me show. So, oh my god. Okay, I wish I would have looked. We got Timbaland, Common. No, no, but we got the Eig, Life After Death. So not really. Salt and Peppa, Usher, yep. Chris yep. Brown. Okay. Yell Jake. So he's Cole, he's well established. Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> He did Usher. He really Miguel was wasn't his kickoff artist. Usher and, and, and Chris Brown are his boys. Dude, I was gonna say whoever made this album was very legit. This I I kind of I I was gonna guess that Miguel was a uh, professional songwriter, you know, for maybe five six years with a, a pretty good label before he got this album. So if he if if Miguel has sold any any songs or if he was credited on any songs, I'm not really familiar because all all I have here is his discography. Um, and there's nothing any anything that I could find as I say uh, briefly perusing with the piece where he was a songwriter so I don't think so it kind of seemed like he was like I'm me I want to make it as myself but the sure thing was pitched to the spark pits as an usher could be would be a sure song I wonder what Miguel did for those three years while he's waiting for this album to drop I hope so he funny works question. some shit job so funny question so he did this is where I, I was kind of like, oh, wait, I know that, but I don't think you will. Um, he he knew um, the rapper Blue, B-L-U, growing up. I guess they went, they both grew up in San Pedro, California. 
And San Pedro. Yeah. So he featured on a couple tracks on Blue and Exile's album, uh, Heaven. God, what's it called? Heaven. Oh, Blow the Heavens, which is actually a really cool, very sample based rap album. Blue is an awesome rapper. Uh, if you ever get the I don't chance, know Blue. Like, he's very. Um, He's just got a great flow. He's very technically proficient rapper. He's very fun to listen to. Nice. A smart guy. My friend uh, Jared in college. So he grew up with Miguel, this blue yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. Nice. So so that's during that time, in 2007, Miguel also contributed to vocals. The three tracks on the debut collaborative project, The Blue and Exile, Blue, Below the Heavens, appearing under the moniker Miguel Jantel. Nice. Following three years, he contributed to Usher's Here I Stand, Raymond v. Raymond, as well as Asheroth's Asleep in the Bread Isle, and Music Soul Child's If You Leave. So he was like around, I think, his, his attachment to his, his Mike Pitts, so he was like, okay, well, I can't get your album released. Let me just help you get on other shit in the meantime to help like, build a name for yourself. Cool. So anyway, um, so that happened. It finally got released, and um, there's a story behind this is that it was a sleeper hit album. Um, it first debuted November in 2010, and it debuted at 109 on the Billboard 200. It left yeah. the charts for three weeks. And during this time, um, by word of mouth, by radio stations, Sure Thing was just like getting played and like spread slowly spread out. So it, the the album left the charts for three weeks, and then returned and climbed for 22 weeks before peaking at 22. Is it 22? Uh, peaked at no no I don't know oh man I'm sorry I just I can't say climb for 22 weeks and then also peaked at 22 because that just does that seems uh like I may have written something wrong and I don't want to say something wrong here mm-hmm. here we go oh man oh yeah peak it peaked at 37 on the Billboard Top 100. May 14th, 2011. So not a year after, but about a little more than a half a year after. Sure. And uh, so it it was like, it was one of those things where no one knew who he was. It came out, it was whatever. And then slowly it built and now it's, you know, certified platinum. Like it it, it really slowly resonated with people. And then everyone just kind of got behind Miguel. And I think that kind of stands to how he is today. Because as far as I, I, you know, again, I don't really listen to his, that rumble music all that much yeah besides like frank ocean i would say but um he's he seems like not super famous but like very but still like very successful and well known like me and you both knew who he was yeah he's like an underrated superstar like yeah yeah he's He's a super he's almost a superstar but he's not but he's he's almost got the numbers for it he's like he's on the fringe of that yeah, discussion. I kind of see him as like critically good, not like acclaimed, not like people love him, but like yep. like him and his fans. I think he just got like he's got like a great, I don't know, following that are just yeah. Like, he really he leaves he leaves a river everywhere he goes. That's for sure. You can yeah. probably find his fans by by a river on the ground. Yeah, and so, and so knowing like that's how I thought about it, and then listening to this album all the way through, I think I I'm like I I think I I think I in a way understand it. So I'm excited to kind of talk about that. Um, and so he came out, you know, 2010. People can him typically to the new wave R&B acts such as The Weeknd and Frank Ocean. So you yep. know who he gets compared to, um, and I'm sure you're you were thinking it. I'd be surprised if you weren't. Constant 
comparisons to Prince is the biggest thing that people. No, yeah, I don't know Prince's music at all. It's one of my big black spots. So okay, well, it, if you it would listen, be tough for me to compare. Okay, well, if you listen to Prince, you're gonna be like, oh, okay, I get where Miguel was coming okay. from. For sure. Um, and uh, one, one, one more note I have here that I think is is is, is pretty cool. And I knew this uh, specifically because Mia really likes uh, Miguel, and she's uh, I, I got this album because she listens to it all the time. But yeah. he has been dating the same model, Nez, Nez here we go. I'll get just you know, Nazanian Mandy since 2005. Married her in 2016, and wow, supposedly are just like Mia has showed me a couple of their posts, and they are just like aggressively sexual like like so happy to love you like blah 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 like just like he's like down and always posting about how much he loves his now wife so i'm just like, Sorry, like it's awesome. i was really like, wondering like is miguel just like a total playboy and he's about to wash up or yeah. has he found a wife and i didn't i didn't i didn't look anything up and i so was I really think, curious and so, so that's so, wow that actually real that's really surprising to me but so, it, uh, it actually makes sense though yeah yeah so getting to that i'd like to play the, a little bit of the opening track, sure thing, because I think this is a great example of that. Gotta sweat that, you could bet that, never gotta sweat that. If you that. beat cash, I beat a rubber band. You beat a match, I will be a fuse. Boom, painter, baby, you could be the muse. I'm the reporter, baby, you could be the news. Cause you're the cigarette, and I'm the smoker. We raise the bet, cause you're the joker. Checked out, you are the joke. So yeah, so sure thing. I think lyrically speaking, I, I listening to it over and over again. I kept when I think of Miguel, I always thought of like this hypersexual playboy. But then you really listen to the lyrics of this, and you're like, this actually kind of seems like a sweet song. Like it's it seems like he's he's not singing about wanting to fuck someone. He's not. He's thinking he's singing about someone being a sure thing like you're the one like i've figured it out and now knowing this is two years after meeting that girl who he is like i said still with today i'm like that's 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 cool i really yeah. like that oh and i did want to mention he is the principal songwriter in all of the songs in this album i i totally would have guessed that mm -hmm. totally totally did guess that for sure for better or for worse that is the case and i think for better in this i well He's not at peak cheesiness. There is some cheesy lines. My personal favorite is you could be the, uh, I'll be the reporter. You could be the news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. You could be the blood. I'll be the one, babe. You know, like, but, but it, 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 he said the same thing over and over again, though, in the song, though, which is that you'll be the focus of the attention and I'll be the person providing you a background, basically. That was almost every single thing. That's this, all the analogies. So, reporter in the news actually does add up perfectly with what he's. Yeah, yeah. Which is it's, it's cheesy at face value, but it, I mean, exactly. I, that's I actually I, mean. I, I like that line. Yeah. So that no, no, no. That's what I mean. I'm saying it's like it's cheesy in like the delivery and the way he does it, but he's like he's doing it knowing it's like a cheesy way to do it. But I, that's what I'm saying. It's I, I think yeah. it's a very sweet sentiment, and I think it's very earnest and like is seemingly true which makes this song really work the other thing i'll say about this is now learning about this album being like a sleeper hit and the way that this song kind of like worked it is funny because it that i learned about that today and that's how this song worked for me like i first played it and i was like this is his number one song like this is yeah like, me too whatever me and too then, i have the same exact opinion i was like what the hell 
like this is it and then throughout the week i'm like oh this song is sick i probably this listened to this sick. song i probably listened to this song 35 times in the last week <laughs> i think i did too i was genuinely <laughs> going back well it's funny because we listened to smash mouth last week which you know there's a couple parts yeah. where you're like do i really am i really in the mood for smash mouth yeah, yeah this yeah. is like Fuck it, I'm playing Sure Thing, and we're just gonna see how far I make it. Like, sure, sure Thing, Sure Thing is it, it works because it's also a background song, but it, yeah, it's uh, it, yeah, it's 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 really is a uh, it's a low key banger. It's just it's just a nicely written song, and um, there's some really good production tips yeah. on it. Um, the the most important one, and this is relatively common in, in R&B and especially trap and rap right now, mm-hmm. but. Uh, yeah, little yeah, tongue clicks yeah. and stuff like that is what makes the song. You, yeah. you would not like the song if it wasn't for that in this song. I, I think I think you're right. I think you are correct. That is the wave that this song rides on. I think that kind of like it sets the tone for this kind of like it's not gonna get too much. It's not gonna get a little too low. It's just uh-huh. gonna stay right there. And that the and whole that, time it creates that zone that he just like works in. And his I think yep. that paired with his like fun you know falsettos like that that's what spiked the song a little bit but it's only his voice everything else is down here and i think that's that's totally what makes the song work yeah yeah i i think what you said about this just being a true song it 100 percent makes sense yeah i i digested this and this whole album as this is a player mm-hmm. playing women album even like listening through the whole thing so um I yeah. totally was like, this is just a dude saying this to five different chicks. Mm-hmm. But now that you say so, like the, that makes the chorus yeah. so much more powerful. <laughs> like It's almost like a Celine Dion or Adele type of deal as opposed mm-hmm. to as opposed to more of like, I mean, I think of Usher as more of a player. I suppose he's probably not. But... No, I don't know anything about Usher. But yeah, exactly. You think it's that. And th- again, that's why I think it's totally worth mentioning, especially in terms of R&B is knowing this, it, it, this is one of those instances where knowing more about the person really enhances listening to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm huge on this for sure. Uh, uh, you, you can deepen your, your love for a song or, 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 or like the opposite, or like, it yeah. exactly. It's like, you know, it's almost like a lot of things, but uh, yeah. Kanye West is a, is a big example. If you look at a lot of older demographics, but, well, yeah, you know, like you, I, I, that's one of the instances where I'm like, okay, well, Dude's music person, is sick, though. Dude's music, yeah. <laughs> Kanye as a person, no, I don't like him. Kanye's music. I'm good on. I'm good on Kanye as a person. You, in fact, remove Kanye from a person from my search Google, YouTube, <laughs> from my I'm brain, that. and that would be good. Yeah, Any music personal, videos, okay. His personal life section, you could just go ahead and delete that one. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, so. but Miguel. But here, pull up, uh, Jamie, pull up Miguel because uh, I'm I'm interested in what's going on with this dude. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's. I don't know. I and and, that, and that's one of those things. Like, is that can can you so so now I'm interested. Yeah. So I knew the thing about his girlfriend beforehand. So when I was listening to it, I knew that's what it was about. So now, could you feel the earnestness before knowing that? Like, I'm I am super curious to know like how powerful no. it is. No. For, for for me, for me, I couldn't help but think from the album cover of this of this. <laughs> album i from the second i saw that i was like this is industry plant written all over it like this is some industry vet attempt at making this shit 
it combines every trend of 2009, 2010 into a perfect, perfect industry trend. And that's what this, you know, that's what this album is. Yeah. Well, that's Um, so so for me, I I couldn't, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it out of the, uh, couldn't get it out of like, they made it for, for music type of thing, like John Legend. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's fair. But man, I, so of course now I'm going to skip a few steps here, but I went and checked out Adorn, which is Miguel's biggest hit, right? Uh, is that the one on Wild Heart? Um, the one, the psychedelic cover? Uh, oh, that's his sophomore album, right? Kaleidoscope Eyes? No, no, no. What? Yeah, the Kaleidoscope Eyes. Adorn is on. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, here it is. Yeah. I don't know the song. Oh, Adorn is. Yeah, Adorn's a massive hit. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it seems to be. It's my love, Adorn. You. Four of his. Oh. Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to her a little bit. Yeah, do you like drugs and adorn? I feel like yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, yeah, I knew those songs very well in, in college. Okay. Anyway, brought me to that and I was like, and then I watched a video, I watched a bunch of interviews with Miguel, and I was and he he was like, that song I thought wasn't gonna be a hit at all. And I just really it was such a personal song for me. And I was like, holy shit, well, Miguel, and I couldn't believe it. I didn't believe it. Wait, he said that about adorn? He said that about Adorn. Okay, because that's what he said about Sure Thing. <laughs> well, there you well, go. Well, maybe not. He didn't know it was a big song, but this was a very personal song, and he wasn't sure if he wanted to release it at all. I totally understand that with Sure Thing because it's cheesy and it's and it's pretty templated. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I mean, it works. Yeah. So it yeah, works. I, I think we should we should go on to say. Yep, definitely. It's, it's now especially funny you not knowing that now knowing this about his wife because we're going to move on to the next song. <laughs> it's definitely pretty uh, mind-blowing. <laughs> uh, All I Want Is You, the, the, the titular song. Yeah, but this is a breakup. This is a breakup song. Well, okay, yeah. So first, first let's, let's play a clip from uh, All I Want Is You. Damn, cold world. I never thought I'd see the day that you my old girl. Now I'm stuck here hollering at old girl. Got one, got two, three, four girls. Shotgun in a drop, made a right. Hut one, hut two. Told him, told him, take a hike, then it's on to the next, on, on to the next one. Hard to move on when you always regret one, one, one. I wonder So what I want to start with this is it is not that you're going to know what it is at all, but I do want to mention it is because personally, I'm going to say this over the course of the show, I think I'm going to mention in a lot of songs, the drums, because I play the drums and I listen to the drums. They mean a lot to me. And that's probably one of my favorite parts about rap music. But this is a sample of Lou Rawls lifetime monologue, which is where they get the drums from. And in that song, originally, it's much quieter and it's much slower. So whoever found this is like, yo, these drums sound great. Let's speed it up. Let's turn that shit up. Wow, that's bold. And it's, and it's, it's I do the fucking... The drums are beautiful in the song. The drums are so good. The drums with the organ are fire. Absolute fire. The organ? Yeah, the organ. The guitar? You're not going to... You're gonna call that a guitar? The the down 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 down. I think yeah no you know I just listened to a little bit. Why the fuck? Why do you think that was organ? I, I mean there, there's oh, hold 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 the phone though because there's pro, there could be an organ in that sound. 
Oh, that's what it is. Dun, dun. Oh, yeah, I was singing a different song. Yeah. So that, that's a guitar, but but here's the thing about music production yeah, I think, is I think it is a guitar. Right. It's very likely that that is at least seven or eight sounds. It could at least at least three, yeah. but it's very likely that it's at least five or six different sounds. Yeah. So there could be an organ in there. To yeah. be fair. I think it would have been cooler with the. There's a lot of tremolo going on. Tremolo. Yeah. Tremolo. Don't know exactly how to say that. I, th- I think I think they should have. I think they should have used the. I think they should have used the. I think they should have used an organ. I think it would have been Sh- great at all. Should have used what? An organ. I think they should have used an organ. It would have been. Oh, okay. <laughs> no? You don't think so? I don't know. Um, here, I'm gonna go back really quick because I want to make a correction. I was thinking that. Uh, Mike Mark Pitts was a producer. Um, he was not a producer on any of the songs. He was an exec producer, but we got different producers on all the songs. Happy Perez, Pichot. This is, this is and it's, it's guys. It's, I don't know, but it's a record album, so I mean a record label, so they're probably just passing around the sounds to the people who would handle them best. Yeah, there, yeah. There's other there's other people on top. They're technically the producers on it, so I just thought that that would be. Um. Anyway, yeah. So uh, all I want is you. Um. J Cole featuring. Early J. Cole, pre-Dread J. Cole, yeah. pre-Woke J. Cole, but classic girlfriend speech. J. Cole's always been woke. J. Cole, you're right. Um, got? Yeah, J. Cole comes in with some some pretty corny lines on the second verse. He's got, mm-hmm. I didn't write it down, but he's got a, a pretty, pretty, pretty bad line there. Um, um, yeah. I mean, this is this this song actually. I was I jammed to in college. This was oh, okay. So you knew this song. I didn't I know knew this song definitely. Yeah, this album. And I, I this is uh, probably a highlight for me, just for the vibe. The vibe is great. The vibe is fantastic in this song. Yeah, absolutely great. All you need is those two sounds: the drum and then whatever the guitar or organ combo, whatever the hell that thing is. <laughs> All you need is those two things, and you got the whole song. Um, but J Cole, J Cole does really well on it, and this song wouldn't be that good with with Justin McGill, I think. Yeah. He's not okay. heavy enough yeah. to carry it. That's, that's what, um, so I have my notes here as I went through it, because um, I know I want to mention it, just I, I kind of laughed at myself, is where I, I was like, I don't think this song fits in this album at all. This song? Well, I thought, I, I wrote I wrote that. I don't think it now, but I did write. Oh. I After listening to it for a while, this album, and then I was, I was just going through the notes right before uh, we were talking, and I wrote down, I don't think this song really fits in with the rest of the vibe of this album, which I'm going to come back to later, but it's like, it's a, I mean, it sounds, that's a rap beat. Like this is a, it's a rap beat. It's a rap beat. And Miguel yeah. isn't rapping. Obviously Miguel is, this sounds like it would be a J Cole song featuring Miguel where J Cole's rapping and Miguel's only doing the chorus. Yeah. J Cole's got two full verses. Yeah, for sure. So it's for interesting sure. that, that it is technically a Miguel song. Cause I remember the first time I heard it, uh, was actually the summer and Mia played it in the car we're on a road trip and I was like what was that J. Cole song it's <laughs> like what was I don't know I've never heard them not that I'm like a huge J. Cole fan but I thought I would know that one because I really I really liked it I was really interested like oh, it was Miguel I was like that was a Miguel song yeah and it's not it, it wasn't that huge of a hit which is I mean it was a hit for sure but yeah, it, yeah I, I, I thought it was a much bigger hit than it was yeah, I don't think um but obviously didn't have any staying power no, no. I mean, like, it's, it doesn't sound like a hit to me. It's a good song. I think it's a really, really solid song. But it, I, the chorus is is great by Miguel. Yeah, 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 yeah. He absolutely killed it. He, uh, 
didn't go too high. He, he stayed in his zone and uh, did his thing, as it were. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, you got it's it. good. No more. Yeah. No more one is you. Yeah. You knew That's all I got on all I want is you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was I was a big fan of it, but I, I'm also a J Cole fan, so. Okay. You know, I think I probably found it through J Cole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, then yeah. uh, we'll move on next to one of two interludes of the album. We got. Yeah. Oh man, this song has got to probably be my favorite on the album. Okay, so we're gonna play. I didn't want. Why you had to say yeah? Let's okay. Well, let's play a snippet from a girl with the girl with the tattoo inter dot lewd. Those innocent eyes. That smile on your face makes it easy to trust you. If they only. what are you saying don't 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 say this is my favorite yeah well i mean i don't know i feel like it's better to, to end afterwards telling the people that it's your favorite but either way it works it's i mean this is a fucking winner it's a minute and a half oh, hold on let's come back come right, enter enter it back in oh i thought that was us entering it back in I, I oh no it. no i thought <laughs> i thought it's funny that you come back with that no no, no, no. <laughs> I like coming. I like coming back. And what was that? You don't want me to say? <laughs> I think that's right, well, whatever. Let's roll it. Let's roll it. Exactly. Like no. Okay. Yeah, it's the third episode. Who cares? No one's gonna listen to it anyway. There you go. Okay. Cool. Let's, let's roll with it. Yeah. No. Uh... <laughs> so you thought? So you you found this one too? You you were like, this is this song is good. This song is fire. This is yeah, great. Is. This is I I this song. I feel this is okay. Have you seen? those YouTube videos where they're like that one song for an hour and people actually watch and listen mm-hmm. to it. I'm like, this is that song. I feel like I can yeah. listen to the song for an hour in the background while I was working and I'd be completely fine with it. Yeah. Nice butter. Nice chill ass song. Some sweet honey straight out of the comb. Yeah. This is <laughs> yeah, very, very atmospheric. Miguel. This, yeah. Atmospheric, very spacey. Very oh oh I had something on the chorus the background oh man I wish I read better notes I don't know I took some music production something on something from this maybe they have different I think I think this maybe this is the one where they had different voices going on there there's a few there's a lot of stuff on this album where you have you you have like three or four voices going on at once yeah you mean the and, harmonies. <laughs> Yeah, harmonies. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, yes, a lot of harmonies and a lot of delay in this in this yeah. album. Yeah, tons um, of delay. But, yeah. yeah, and but I think specifically, I noticed that the, there's they sandwich the highs, mediums, and low, and then yeah, I mean I don't know, but vocal production is crazy. I, I don't know if you know this, but when you, you generally when you hear a vocal, there's at least I mean for for professional music producers there's probably at least five different vocals underneath that yeah that you aren't supposed to notice right right, right. and uh i think this song has a lot of hidden complexity oh yeah i yeah. would love to unwrap in like a in, in a in a you know better room than what i've got a better pair of headphones 
Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Really what's like, going on there. It's a, it's, it, it's dense. His, the, the vocal production on this is very dense. Yeah. Um, I think this is where we see what I said earlier. I was like, a lot of people akin him to like the weekend Frank Ocean. I think this is, this is a very Frank Ocean-y song. Yeah. I don't, I don't know Frank Ocean, but you I could definitely. Frank, you don't know Frank Ocean? I mean, I don't listen to Frank Ocean. Well, maybe like we'll, do, we'll do Blonde at some point. It's uh, hmm. no, maybe not. It's like 26 tracks and it gets a little depressing. I yeah, I, I, yeah, I know he's a. I mean, I, I like a couple of his songs, but he's a little, little too out there for me. He's a, it's a whole thing. You got to get into. It. You got to be in the mood. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. it's it's what it's it's dude. Yeah, the, the song. The reason why this song was my favorite on the album was because the songwriting was the way he kind of tricked you into this song. What do you mean? What do you got? So he's like, he's like those innocent eyes, the smile on your face. It's always easy to trust you. And then it's kind of like a uh, actually well this this girl is this girl's a, a whole bunch of trouble, oh, um, but but as you're listening to it you're like, oh, but but there's also a layer than that that's deeper. Um, he goes doing what you're doing because you got want to get where you're going. So he's he's got this girl that he knew, and was and was with, and trusted and and perhaps loved, and then over time he saw her transition into kind of you know more of a business mindset where she's or something like that you know she's doing something as a means to an end mm. versus he he's clearly not doing that right and he's right, like right, right. and and now he's like you're lost no one no one knows who mm. who you were you were just the girl with the tattoo you were the girl with the tattoo to me but now uh now i don't know you anymore and i see mm. you doing things that i disagree with this is a breakup song yeah it don't just don't lose yourself along the way, you know, just to get where you're going. That's kind yeah. of his message with this. Mm, that was cool. I like that. I didn't know. I didn't read the lyrics on this. And, and then and then at the end he goes, I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to say I knew I knew who you were. I know who you are. Oh, that's just, interesting. That's actually a really, really cool place to end that kind of really, really every it, this is one of those songs where if it were more than a minute and a half, it wouldn't really work. Every every single line means something. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the point I wanted to get to because I find it's, this is a very rare instance where the interlude, this is one of his top played tracks. This is definitely one of the, it's this and sure thing that I think the most, yeah. you see the little bar. It's on his top five, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. I, I, I would bet that, I would bet that uh, um, All I Want Is You has more plays in this one. Uh, let me, let me take a look. I, would, I pretty much, I, got, I, I, I already got pretty got much yeah, yeah, it has way, it has, no, no, it has, li- okay, this is interesting. This is funny because, okay, so All I Want Is You has 56,560,000. This has 38,895,000, but this is fourth on his list. All I Want Is You is 10th. This is one of those things where it's, 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 it's he chose it. It's state, has staying power. But, well, no, it, yeah. People still it, listen to it now. Yeah, People yeah. Listen to it now. Yes exactly it's it's what spotify listens yeah as what people are listening to lately lately yeah exactly so funny how they yes yeah, like adorn is funny because like adorn is one of the top ones but is six really dude t- adorn to me is a timeless r&b his, te- his technical number one is skywalker featuring travis scott off of his latest album warren yeah. Lee from i don't even know that song I don't know my guy. 2018, right? You listened in 2018? 2017. 2017, okay. But that album did really well, I believe. I know it, 
uh, I know I saw a bunch of critical reviews of this, and um, he did like people really liked uh, this album. J Cole's on it. That's kind of funny. Oh, and Salam Remy is on that album. Who produced about half of these? Uh, produced three of the songs. One of them being "All I Want Is You." Roland Hardway, interesting. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So I found it interesting. So you think if the oh, oh yeah, I wanted to ask yes, which I guess you already gave me the answer. If this was a longer song, it would it would actually suffer. Oh, I mean, it would just be really complicated. I mean, you'd have to extend all this out. I'm just saying the story, the storyline. Oh, as far as this, 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 this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, musically, I think you could. Yeah, for sure. This could be a 10 minute song. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. You, you could evolve it. You could keep it the same. But um, yeah, just I'm just songwriting wise. It's, yeah. it's good as is. I was just curious. Okay, I want to move on to the next song. Which uh, before we t- before we started this, I you uh, sort of lent your thoughts about this, and before you share them, I would like to play a little snippet from track number four. Pay me. Give me pound, give me pound, give me euro, give me a, give me pound, give me pound, give me euro, give me a. I'm international, baby. 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 I like to pretend that you're just a tease. She said now and again, but you heard of me, man. So, pay me. Uh, Is that not the worst song on the album that you've heard so far? Oh, so far, yeah, yeah, definitely. So far, it is the worst. But it It, is not. This is one of those songs that I said at the beginning is 2010. This is exactly. This is. I heard it, dude. You got the early DJ cap, and also till today. Yeah. What? That was only used for two years. Uh, that's still used now all the time. I don't know. What you're Is not, it? Well, not in actual. Not as songs. aggressively like that, though. Not, not, not actual songs. That's. Oh, I'm talking about songs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm talking about. Obviously, I'm talking about songs. What are you talking about? Podcasts? Straight up. No, I don't know. Real life, like at. at oh yeah, air horns. Yeah, they have existed for a long time. Yeah. I guess that's true. But I mean, like in the way that it was. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is the most DJ Khaled, Black Eyed Peas. Like... Yeah, really bad. This this song reminds me of AO Technology so much that it hurts. Okay, like, so I want to start that with, A, I like AO Technology. I like AO Technology, too. And B, this... I like this song. I'm not going to lie. You like this song? I like this no! song. No! I'm into Who are you? What are you doing with my brother? <laughs> baby, yeah. I'm into national. This is awful. This song, I think it works. I yeah. think it is Peso, so dollar pound. It is so 2010, and it's 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 so dated. But I I yeah, guess it, it would be. this is I feel I feel like someone who grew up in the 80s and listening to horrible 80s music and being like, no, I like this because I'm like I didn't know this song until now. But I think because I was alive during this time and I could place myself. Because I, I like some Black Eyed Peas songs of this era. I mean, I hated them, but like... I really liked I really liked that whole album. Well, first two... What? what even album? even uh, uh, the one that came after Elephant. But the one... 
Yeah, the first two are good. But the third one, the end. Monkey Business and Elephant were great. Yeah. Uh, The third third one had some good. I'm trying to remember the song, but it had like a few pretty good songs. So 2008, you're so 2000. That was, yeah, that was Boom Boom Pow. Yeah. And then that's what I'm, that's what I'm, of course. I got a feeling, which was uh, the song of 2011. Yeah, see, I hated those songs. And then there was another one that I really liked. My, my, oh, the only I'm one that going I with where you want to live. Yeah, yeah, meet me halfway. Meet me halfway. I really I like that. Say, song. That's the one song that I like. That's the only yeah. one of that. Hey, by like. the way, stick around because I got, I have a ridiculous take on girls like you that is going to blow anyone's mind. I don't know what girls like you is. Oh, oh, this song. Yeah, of course. Oh, this song. Yeah. Okay, okay. Stick around, yeah. Um, I'm just saying, you're not gonna. This, this, this is. He literally this. says he has a reference to "I can love you long time." That's that's in this, which is very questionable at best. But the, I don't know. This is a fun song. I feel like he had a good time making the song. I feel like they weren't trying to be too serious. I feel like it's a fun. They definitely weren't trying to be too serious. No, this is just like like he's not like actually like. I'm in like I'm international. Pay me to no, be. It's no, like no. they were like ah, like fuck it, like whatever. I'm rapping about shit I don't this is, have. This is just a, I'm not this getting any money right track. now. Yeah. This is straight brag track. They knew this was going to be a hit. They knew this album was going to be a hit. You think so? I don't think they. Knew. I'm I'm extremely confident that they knew this album was going to be a hit. You don't put that album cover on an album that you don't know is going to be a hit. That's a that's a ridiculous. Do you know album who Miguel cover. is? I don't know. Look at the way he dresses. Like he dresses really normally he was wearing like black long sleeve shirts in all of his interviews what? not on stage yeah yeah i'm talking about like on stage like he's a very flamboyant kind of guy this yeah for sure very prince that was michael jackson vibes for sure no prince he's prince because he's Dude, actually i literally prince. saw him on stage grabbing his dick and putting his hand out to the side and then like moving really quick like michael jackson okay. he was copying michael jackson man. he's literally doing this so you can see he's just know. he's like okay fine i guess i don't know i just you don't know Prince though. You got. I don't gotta, know Prince. You gotta look up Prince. Watch it about Prince. Listen to. Prince. Yeah, I, I believe it. I believe it. Well, he's he's so Prince. Yeah, I don't get Purple Rain at all. Have you watched the movie? No. Oh, watch the movie. Oh, for sure. It's uh, <laughs> well, good isn't a word that you would like ascribe to it. It is fun. Kind of like listening to Pay Me, anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, I wanna... I, it just to me, it's like it's just it's just. It's yeah, so, we don't so we don't even spend a long time on this because I don't yeah. think it really needs to. But I just want to mention my favorite part of this song is when they're doing the gimme pound, gimme pound, gimme. There's I think two times during two of the choruses, he just goes, huh? And <laughs> he literally sounds confused during it. And I love it so much. I totally missed that. I, I would recommend going back and listening to it just because he's li- I could picture his face with his eyebrows. He's just like, huh? huh? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't, I don't know what they were going I just for. Just left it in. But... <laughs> that was so confused. Because right. I think they were going for like a uh, but he just sounds like huh, huh, huh. huh? Uh-huh. It's one, it's one those, I'm gonna not. I want to for the clip. I want to not even have it in that clip, just so someone will have. So anyone who's listening will have to go back and try to listen to that part. I think the odds of me finding the sounds very low unless i pay the 12 dollars or whatever you mean two dollars oh for the album for the album yeah i guess if we're doing it i'll pay the 12 dollars. so we're gonna do that every week no but i'll do it this time just because we're already doing it no, i'm not gonna do it next time oh, okay for this one okay cool yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right cool we're, we're too too in deep if we can't find a solution for the next one 
True. Okay. Anyway, so gonna do a quickie. The song is definitely a little cult classic here. Remind me you're looking like I'm just another guy that came to check it, that came to wreck it. No disrespect, but my man, that's correct, cause what's in them jeans just got my mind hectic. I can see that you're feeling my fashion. Is it cause I'm flashing? Or is it this cast that's just way too reckless? Or is it this necklace? Wait, let me interrupt myself. Quickie. The fuck yeah. song on the album that does work. One of the fuck songs on the album. But, uh, the fuck song on the album that does work. Oh, that does work. Gotcha. Although there's yes. a fuck song later that also works, but um, there's one that definitely doesn't. But this yeah. one, this one works. I don't think it works for me, but I could see why people like it. Yeah, this is a it's 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 fast paced and it's kind of fast and, paced. Is it not? Uh, uh, yeah, I not Oh, sorry, it's not fast paced. I, 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 I'm picturing the beat. I don't know. I get a quick. That's right. Never mind. Sorry, I had the wrong. It's kind of like that. That's the problem that I have with this song. It's kind of like. It's like a show style, like a Broadway type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a play song. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't really like. That the the whole vi- the whole just the yeah. pacing of it just kind of like that herky jerky starting and stopping kind of like bothers me. Yeah, um, I'm not a fan of the song. I could totally see this being a hit. Yeah, with a, with a select crowd, which is why I said this is kind of like a cult classic. Mm. I bet the, I bet a lot of people like this song a lot. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, Mia loves this song. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so I could I could totally say that too. I'm like, this is because I think the production, the instrumentation, just the like I, I think it's aged really well. Like it sounds like it still, yeah, it still sounds new. This does not sound 2010. But uh, that's because it's stolen style from the 60s, of course, like Frank Sinatra yeah. and that type of stuff, and, and even yeah. older, older stuff than that. That's a good I mean, point. you can't go wrong with the the R and B fedora guy. Come on, that's like a timeless yeah. classic. This is a good point. The rhythm and blues. This is what this is. Uh in a way, yeah. So in a way, yeah. Stolen elements. From... We, yeah, it, they're not. They're not. They're not leaning on ridiculous spaceship noises and like. That's a good way to put it. The song that I got back to is "Universal Mind Control" by Common. Yeah. Wait, that's what I was thinking when I was thinking of AO Technology. Who does? Oh, Justin Timberlake does AO Technology, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, technology and Fifty Cent. Yeah, 50 yeah Justin, Cent. Justin, it featuring produced by Timbaland, which is why I was like, for sure, this was some Timbaland producer. There, you're like Timbaland had to be somewhere on here. I thought, I thought he had his footprint for sure. I'm actually surprised that the guy hasn't worked with Timbaland before on like maybe co-producing an album or something like that. Yeah. These guys were work. Those guys were work great together. You don't think so? Money, money, the superstar, the citizen, my body, but that's too late to apologize, dude. He's got Timberland's got a, a no, Timberland's a, a fucking he's a G, he knows exactly what he's doing. He's, yeah. he's the god of 2008, yeah. He's still good today. What is he? Does he still, is he still around? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. I, I, good I, for I, Timberland. I, I saw he has a master class, so yeah, there you go, <laughs> dude. He's he's good. He's a really, I mean, he's a top line music producer for sure. Still is all, all has been. 
my mind. I think so. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Let's check his creds. I don't know. Are we sure? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure, but I've seen some posts about him in the music producer community on Instagram. Dense Wikipedia. This guy. Yeah, he's he's a dude. I'm on Timberland self-produced 2013. Let's get to like 2014, maybe. Holy fucking shit! He produced a Coldplay song. <laughs> yeah, there you go, dude. <laughs> well, he put, crazy, no, no, though. bass drums by Timbaland. He didn't produce it. He just played the bass drums. The bass drums on one of the songs. Wow. What the? F- Jason Derulo, Bubblegum with Tyga. Yeah. Uh, Nate Dog, but Nate Dog was dead. Didn't Nate Dog die in the nineties? No, he died in the like two thousand ten. Oh, okay. Something like that. Well, this is 2014, so maybe it's like a yeah. Bryson. Oh, Taylor. dude, he, dude, he produced Suit and Tie. Oh, okay. What is that? JT and Jay Z. Jay Z and Jay Z. Familiar with the song. Okay. This is a good song. Yeah, for sure. That was a hit. That was, I, mean, I, I really like that song for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he produced the Trolls original soundtrack. So. Oh shit! So he worked uh, with Anderson Pack. Of course, he worked. Oh no, that's he Anderson Pack's only on the most recent. Uh, oh, is there a second trolls? Was there multiple trolls? I think there's three trolls. Oh, this was troll three. Don't know how, but he ski bass the slump god, really? Oh, interesting. But Timbaland has been nominated for less Grammys than our dude Pitts 39 nominations, yeah, he's got 15 more, wins. He's got way more money. <laughs> Way, way more money. Grammy nominations mean nothing. Oh my it's god, he way. produced he produced oh man. He produced Clothes on Sunday by Kanye West. <laughs> that totally opens up to a, a massive tangent there, but let's let's yeah, get sorry, back sorry, to sorry. let's get back on, on quickie or are you done with quickie? Quickie, yeah, I think we're done. I think it was a quickie for us. We're gonna be in and out and we're gonna there you go. move on. We're gonna play a little <laughs> bit here from girls like you. Girls like you. Remind me that I'm lonely yeah. Remind me that I love No one can play connect with me I dig with me Like I snow Rolling around in my bed Someone, someone Anyone listen I feel like I'm missing I would say this is another star, another case of it being very of its time, but this this one I don't think is too much, and I think I think it I think it still works, and it isn't too time capsule-y, and uh, it definitely grew on me. It definitely this, this song I liked when it came out. Also, oh, you knew this song. This came into my circle. Yeah. Mm. Some, somehow somewhere along the way and mm. i totally remembered it but i really liked the the, the singing in the song yeah same uh the, it's not it's still not a complete song but it's yeah I, and, there's and, bits and pieces of that yeah. i think they're really really good i think it i think if the song would have been fleshed out more kind of like restructured i think it really would work yep and like, like they start off right away with the best part of the song it's, it's very boy bandy actually yeah that might be a good way to play it um 
it's interesting I, I, I don't have a lot more yeah i don't have a lot more in the song i didn't listen to the song a whole lot uh yeah no i yeah i, I just think i think it was a great b-side i think it's it's it, it's not it's a hard to classify song like i don't even know like what would you call the song no that, that that was my biggest i was i'm just honest i feel like this is a great it's towards soul it's yeah. towards soul but it's r&b yeah i i think this is where is a great showcase of, like him blending together genres and like having a good ear for kind of what a song could be that isn't like exactly one thing and i think that 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 that's what that 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 was that's one of the parts that that's a big highlight of miguel for me is his ability to um kind of yeah play around with different different forms but make them all sound like him but not be confined to one specific kind of place all right so i got i got this on girls like you he used the exact melody of don't speak from no doubt i played him back and forth same exact melody line for line someone anyone i i i can't sing it and i because i don't remember how it goes but it starts at 19 seconds in the song okay, and I don't speak and don't speak I didn't write down the time in Miguel. Yeah. He is like him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I agree. But I just, I just popped back into the Miguel song and I just want to, I just want to bring this up. Why? Why connect four? Oh, I seriously, he, that, like, that's what he actually says, yeah? He says, no one to play connect four with me. Yeah, I think he, I think poss- possibly this is, board this games? is, this Not- is like just lack of creativity in general. I don't, it's <laughs> too creative. It seems too specific. I think he's actually talking about a real event that happened. I mean, I'm starting to get the gist of it. Seems, I just like, picture him at a table. Like with a, a box of Connect Four, and be Girl, like, "You ain't gonna beat me at Connect Four ever." No, 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 <laughs> like, no, no. Picking no. up on this her. Is him saying, "No one to play Connect Four with me." So this is him at a table with a bu- an empty table, only him with a box of Connect Four, and be like, <laughs> "What am I supposed to do now?" Damn it! All I want to do is can't play, play Connect, Connect Four alone. I can't call a friend. I need someone that I also am in love with, a girl. <laughs> Otherwise, Connect Four is useless. It's the known most sexual game in the whole universe. Like, what is... Or he's referring to a foursome. I don't think so. Play Connect Possibly. Four with. Uh, yeah, they, they did it so if often it's, that they... If, it's, if, it's, uh, if that's supposed to be a sexual innuendo, that is the worst sexual innuendo I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's uh, definitely on the billboard charts of the worst <sighs> sexual innuendo that Jay has ever heard in his life. That's so, too funny. I, no I doubt just, about that. I, I, just, I had to mention it. It's ridiculous. Okay, so it has the That's same really melody as, as "Don't Speak." Same melody as, as "Don't I Speak." I think I can yeah. hear. Yeah, it's worth it's worth going and listening to. Mm-hmm. Nineteen seconds of "Don't Speak." He uses that in yeah. like the fourth line of the song. Maybe it's yeah. nineteen seconds of Miguel. I don't know. Nineteen seconds of one of the songs. Yeah. Uh, hard way. Uh, excuse me. We're 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 skipping over a bit. We're skipping over a bit. We're gonna play the whole overload interlude. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even take a note on that. That's the last. No, we're gonna make a joke and only play 15 seconds of it. Okay, here it is. Yes. 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 Yes.
All right, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, my note on this is, yeah, this interlude is not the most popular for a reason. <laughs> it's, yeah. it, it is an interlude, and it's like, it's, a, it's, it's, it's him being overloaded with information from his girlfriend and being like, oh, give me things to do. Oh, yeah. Relatable again, Miguel. Relatable again. Classic Miguel. All right, anyway, so yeah, no, let's, uh, let's go right into hard way. Can, uh, I, take, can I take a five seconds? No, uh, no, you know, we just played the song. Go for it. Uh, or, or no, 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 no. We're, we're moving on to uh, Hardway, yeah? Yeah. Um, I wanted to also take a second just to be like, another reason why I think they knew this album was success before it was coming out was because they went with the name Miguel, just straight Miguel. That's that is point. like, that. They, that is a very, very tough move, generally speaking. Yeah, especially like I said before, he was featuring on stuff as Miguel Jontel before. He's going yeah, to it, first yeah. and last first and middle name. This middle name. Yeah. Yeah, middle, yeah, middle name. Um, yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's an interesting point actually. Yeah, just going with Miguel. But I think Miguel is a good. It stands out. Wait, it's it's it, like it's unique enough of a, a Latin name. I think. No, it's not. It means no, it's Michael. Michael, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. Super, super com- super common for Catholic, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that's yeah that's what i was thinking um interesting okay. yeah it's i think they knew this was a hit i think they knew this album was gonna be some yeah. good stuff hmm. why do they tell that sort of stuff yeah i love you're like because the cover those bono glasses the 12 inch collar. everything is completely inhuman it's like a super 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 superstar it's just, just absurd it's yeah it's funny because he's again he's not that so it's funny seeing that yeah, he's not that what is the album after that? Oh, he did the the psychedelic kaleidoscope eyes, yeah, with the dealing drugs. But then the next one is is a cool, slightly cool. The Wild Heart is is a absolutely ridiculous. Is it? I, I haven't looked. I would. Uh, I'd recommend taking a sneak it. What is it? The Wild Heart. Wild, wild Heart, just Wild Heart with the cover of it. Hard. Wild Heart. W i l d h e a r t. Dude, how are you saying that? Wild heart. 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 <laughs> what? It, it sounds like you're saying, uh, yeah, it, yeah, no, uh, I don't know. Actually, it does sound like you're saying hard. I, I kept saying hard. I kept hearing hard over and over. Lenny Kravitz features on that album. Oh, that's good. Oh, okay. He went full India, yeah. or yeah. Yeah, basically. None of oh, the only song off that album that are as on his top ten is uh, a remix of "Waves" by Tame Paul. <laughs> oh yeah, that, I mean that was a huge hit. His remix of "Waves." It's, it's very, it's very, very cool and absolutely worth listening to. That was the only thing I knew about Miguel, by the way. Besides, um, the only thing I knew by Miguel before going to this was his features songs. Because he sang uh, Hook for Weekend by Mac Miller. That was my kind of knowledge of Miguel. Which is absolute fire and totally worth listening to. No, definitely. Oh, your mic is messed up. Definitely will get you started. Can you hear me better? Mm, it's not like you're underwater. Thanks. Thanks. Nope, not yet. Hmm. That's super strange. Um, hold the, hold the mic. I was say you can hold the mic up too. I feel like that sometimes helps, but. Oh yeah, I, I mean I can't tell how bad it is. It sounds like I'm in water. It's 
I mean, it just sounds, it's just sounded better before. Yeah. Oh, no, never mind. No, it's something else. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Sometimes it sounded like that and you moved the mic up the time. But now it just, it still sounds. Really? Yeah, oh, it sounds the same, the exact same. So actually, I think it wasn't going through your, your headphones. It wasn't going through my headphones. It sounds exactly the same right now. It sounds exactly the same right now, yeah. Oh, then for sure it wasn't going through my headphones. What? Wait, why did, yeah, why do you say headphones on? Now it sounds different again. <laughs> hmm. You see the auto transfers of my headphones. Now it sounds better. But microphone doesn't. What about now? Oh, there we go. Yeah, put them in. Put your headphones in. Did that change it? Oh, yeah, that's way better. There we go. All right, cool. Yeah, that's... Anyway, I think we're going to hard way. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, after that uh, little bit of a tangent, let's uh, let's play a little bit of hard way. Yeah. Got me, got me feeling like, got me feeling like, like, This song's getting back into it. This song's cool. I, I like this song a lot. Yeah, this 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 one was immediate. I, I immediately knew I liked it. I think yes. it's the guitar in the background that yeah. tremolo again. Same thing as like all I want is you. This is this oh. this is the showcase of his a little bit more psychedelic. Um, yeah. Oh. Is this in the in the tattoo song that are the the, the really? psychedelic songs? Yeah, de definitely. You got that that wham that's going on. Like it's a little trippy. It's a little bit of a trippy song. Huh. Huh. I didn't I didn't pick that up. I didn't pick that up at all, actually. Really? I just I just liked the delay. Yeah. And then I just thought it was a little bit, I don't know. I mean, did I I'm write like, I literally wrote Danger Mouse vibes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Danger Mouse definitely gets a little psychedelic. I mean, I mean you like, know, a lot of artists get a little psychedelic. I just didn't I, sure. I didn't I didn't see it in this song. Yeah, it's not like a ton, but it's just like it's a little windy. I see what you're saying though. Yeah. I see what you I definitely see what you're saying. I didn't pick that up, but yeah, yeah, I definitely see what you're saying. I think if I looked at those album covers, I would one hundred percent now definitely see what you're saying. I think um the thing that makes it not as much at all is the is the and I want to get to the is the drum is the drum beat. It's like that takes away from the psychedelic nature of the song. If you muted those drums this would be a very psychedelic song, but because they're so boom, boom, clappy, it's just not that. But that, not to say yeah. that it detracts from it in any way. I, I, I love the drums. On yeah. Song. And this is this is the song I mentioned when I was like, I want to get back to when I thought that um, All I Want Is You didn't fit because then, then this song played. And I'm like, oh, of course it fits. You got these two tying, tying down the, the heart of the album was these like big big drum songs i think because yep. he had this and that and that it actually really works yep like, it's really that's cool. exactly what it, yeah i didn't i i i have a tough time you you obviously started the album crawl and you uh, you listened to albums you know you were listening to the album you introduced me to listening to the albums before <laughs> before 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 getting into music with you i actually didn't i never looked i never i don't think i ever listened to an album 
from start to finish, or at least after CDs. Yeah. Once in yeah, the yeah, MP3 yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's hard. So it's it's a little bit hard for me to be looking at. It, it's like a, it's how is this album? Right. But but I see what you're saying now. The, put it. All I want to you. All I want is you alone in this album makes no sense. There's yeah. a rapper in it, and it's a straight up drum beat. But with this song in there, it makes a lot more sense. Exactly. Makes me, makes me wonder if if his other albums have um, have that same type of uh, you know friction pieces in in the album. Right. Exactly. It's like it's a song that especially so it's 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 where you get the hard drum beat post uh, post interlude, which is a great choice. They're gonna throw in this like little thirty second weird thing coming with a big clap like that's an album like that was a that was a definitely great discussion like as far as like album flow goes you're gonna go into this little thing and then you go boom right to the big clap yep. of hardware i think that was a great job i think that like you said i mean like it well but, but you obviously get it because we're talking about the productionist album like the whole layout of the album i think is really good especially in terms of putting a lot of the best songs first yep you don't need to you don't even care about the back end of the album at all they're like because this is an lp world like no one gives a shit about b-sides i guess yeah yeah yep um this is a this no, also came out, this also came out in 2010 when CDs. well phasing CDs were still a thing Phase, phasing out phasing yeah they were phasing out for sure i i got my spotify account in 2011 maybe even 2010 2011. i think I, I think i got in 2011 as well yeah yeah so i mean like yeah I wasn't buying CDs in 2010. I'll say that much. Yeah, yeah. Me and you weren't, but we were on the cutting, you know, more towards the cutting we're edge of that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think this is a g- solid addition to the album that isn't a, which I think we were talking about a lot about in the B sides of this whole album. Is like, this is a great. B-side. This is the hidden hit. This is the hidden hit of the album. Yes. I would say that. Okay, I, I kind of pegged this as a really but not good that it's a hit, but it's a good B side. Like, yeah, sorry, I, I, yeah, sorry, not I, hit. Uh, this I would, is I, a, I'm not gonna skip it yet. I'm not gonna go to the album and be like, I'm listening to Hardway right now. Nope. Yep. That's why I put this song. I'm like, it fits in perfectly. It works in the album. If you're listening to the whole album, you're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. This one, I like this one. I like this. So one. what about my piece? <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. Go to the moon, right? Him. To the moon, right? No, Vixen. We have like four songs. We have like before. a bunch of songs left. Yeah, what are you talking about? I don't. I, I didn't. I stopped taking notes at some point. I just. <laughs> I listened to the songs a few times and was like, I don't really like them that much. I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. So, so yeah, we can kind of we let's go on. Yeah, teach me though. Yeah, You're gonna teach me. Yeah, so we're gonna play it here a little bit. Uh, a little bit of teach me. Just wanna be wherever you are. I just So this is this is I think one this is look this is an R&B song this is a slow R&B song with some modern twist to it they have a this cool super deep synth that I think if it was like produced today would have like yeah. a massive bass to it where it's like have sex with this song I, 
Besides, teach me how to have sex with you, which is funny. It's cool. They have like the bass in it is very alt rocky, maybe even grungy sounding. So it's kind of cool. Um, they definitely they didn't go straight R and B. I mean, they went straight R and B as far as composition, but I think in terms of the sounds, they they expanded a little bit. But this is just the kind of song that I just I'm just like yeah I don't know I this doesn't click with me in any way. It doesn't. It's a it's a, it's a pass for me. You, you gotta love R and B to love this song. Um, you gotta love yeah. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. This is a straight up like yeah. It's like. It's one of those things where if someone teach was like, me how I, to have sex, teach me how to move you. Like it's literally just one hundred percent sex like, oriented. It's like a guy that like loves like garbage horror movies, and he's like, "Oh, this one's my favorite." And you're like, yeah. <laughs> "Not that bad, but definitely yeah. maybe twenty years from now it'll be that bad." No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Not that bad. But I'm just saying, like, I like how you put it. It's like a genre flick of a movie, is what I'm saying. Like, yep. it's an R and B song. And if you're really an R and B, then this song will work for you. And I just, I just, it doesn't, it doesn't work for me. Yep. And that's just kind of how. how it's how it's gonna be. Now, now that 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 see see the the opposite of that is we'll move on to the next one, which is Hero, which I think if you're ready, we can just kind of go on to. I'm, I'm ready. All right, let's, let's get a clip. I'm here to catch you when you fall. I'm here to answer when you call In the morning, in the evening Maybe even in the afternoon I got the strength and the nerve Here to protect you in the sun So I have this is the second most cheesy song in the album. We have yet to reach the first, obviously. I I think, yeah, this 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 really this couldn't be more of a just a song. I I I can't imagine the only people that would listen to this song would be just chicks that only listen to Miguel because he's hot. They want to oh, they want to bang him. That sounds a little demeaning. I don't know if I like that, but let's let let's say people that listen to miguel that really like his whole oeuvre <laughs> there you go yeah 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 you gotta be a huge miguel fan to like hero you gotta, like, be, you gotta be on his stuff like you gotta be real you, you gotta, gotta be a perfect match with miguel and even then you know what you were doing if you're like no no, no hero's great like if you're yeah. <laughs> on someone <laughs> it's not the first song you pull out of the deck no you're like oh you don't like miguel let me <laughs> have you heard you hero, hero. <laughs> never been said by anybody yeah i'm pretty and, sure the song has come out like 10 different times yeah that being said this isn't this isn't like this isn't a laughably bad song no not laughably it's it's although we are laughing at it so i guess it is we are laughing bad. at it but it's like it's not it's not one that i i doubt anyone fought to put this on the album if they did that's yeah it's, this worked in 2008 2009 yeah and, and i think nas nas had a song called hero that it's definitely not a, an exact fit with this song, but it is the in the chorus kind of cheesy like this song. Yeah, I'll be your hero. I'll be whatever. I'm just like, it's a big eye roll kind of thing. But it's like, yeah, it's whatever. It's fine. It's filler. It's filler. Total yeah. filler. Where where we get Hardway, which is I don't want to call it filler because Hardway is a good song. Yeah, Hardway's not a filler. Hardway's a legit filler. Hardway's yeah, that, that's exactly, solid B grade exactly be yeah 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 so 
So, so well, uh, you know, let's, let's get, get, let's the, get the to the the hit, the B side. <laughs> this is this is the B side hit. Let's play a little bit of Vixen. Let's play a little game just between you and I. Happy as the physical, you gotta use your mind. We can be cops and robbers, Tarzan and Jane, Marilyn and Robert, but either way, the objective is the same. And entertain. You will be my fixin'. My bed will be a stain. You will get the spotlight all night. Yeah, so I don't, for, for me, this is the highlight of the B side of this album. So, yeah, I, I would say hard way, but this is definitely uh, up there. Yeah, okay. This is, a, this is a good solid song. I could, I could probably put them comparatively. This one just wins, wins out a little bit for me, um, just in terms of its. The vibe of this is fun. Just the vibe, yeah. Just it, the music. What's funny, yeah, it's like um, the way that it's an R&B song and the way that a quickie for me is just like the little herky-jerky. I feel like this, honestly, is a sexier song. Like, I feel like this works in terms of setting the the mood and the tone, at least for me, a lot better. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I agree. I agree. Um, song is a lot more, lot more behind it. For sure. Yeah, it's got it's got uh, for my favorite parts. I just you got that big, that big bass drum, and then you get the fun finger plucking, basically that's going on, kind of like. Oh, I, I I didn't want to name what it was, but there's yeah, there's one instrument in this that that is definitely holds the whole thing together. And that is. No, that yeah that that I don't know what it is. The plucked is the plucked instrument. It's a guitar. Is, yeah, it's is a guitar. It a guitar? Yeah, I yeah I didn't write it down. Um, so, but I had, I had you to got, yeah, you got the, big, the big drums are like boom, boom. See, this is again, 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 right? This is another place where the. All right, hold on. Uh, can uh, can we can we go to the next song? Yeah, we can go to the next song. All right, all right. Here's uh, here's my piece. Oh, <laughs> sorry about that. I actually skipped a song. Uh, we're going to uh, to the moon. in my pocket and I'm ready to go oh, I'm talking tick tick time bomb ready to blow through the entire song I think people have to show up legally and give you money because this is one of the cringiest uh, R&B songs that I've ever heard made past like 2000, you know, 2010, like when this came out. I, I'm not sure I've heard one since. That's that's worse. I mean, you heard you heard the first line. It's like, I got a rocket on my pocket. I'm ready to blow. Like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Here. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I'm a, and then he and but he goes on a yeah. rocket in my pocket, and then he goes, I'm a TikTok time bomb. Like he, it's a full, like this is a piece of cheese. The song, everything is weaved old, together. Big old like, piece of cheddar. It's a hunk of cheddar. <laughs> This shit will this will make you dumb. Melt it will make you fat. Wisconsin to this song. I just it's just really bad. It's really 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 bad. And <laughs> we could we could have skipped it, but I think it was more worthwhile to have you listen to a little bit of it and for us to tell you, God, isn't that terrible? Anyway, just and and if if you're not convinced, 
and to go listen to it, you should at least listen for this line. I'll be the supernova star tour. I'm your guide. He's the star tour. He's, he's bringing you to the stars. Your body is a roller coaster. I want to ride. <laughs> there's a, there's a roller coaster on the supernova star yes. and he is going to take you there. Yep. So, okay. Anyway, my piece. <laughs> we'll close it out with my piece. Here's, here's a little bit of my piece. We untouchable, uncrushable. We untouchable, uncrushable. You could be my piece. Click, clack, click, clack. Tell them all get back. Cause we shooting. We shooting them down. You could be my piece. Click, clack, click, clack. That song is hilarious. Yes, yes. I want to open up with saying Paul didn't know this song existed until about thirty seconds before we recorded. Yeah, somehow this. I thought I, I, I in my brain was like, "To the Moon" is the last song on the album. So I'm not sure I looked back after that, as it would have been a perfect last song to the album. But it's a great. I think I think it's a I think it's a really good last song to the album. I got a couple notes about this, and that it's. It's a pretty daring song in terms, um, in, in terms of, like sonically for the whole album. It sounds pretty. It sounds in line with everything else except for that crazy synth. And I just got to say that crazy synth may be my favorite sound on the entire album. The whoa, 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 whoa. I think that was super cool. I don't know. I think this was one of the things that someone probably fought to have on here. They were like, no, 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 this is sick. Let's put it on there. And somehow I got pushed to the very last song and. I don't know. I think it's it, it's kind of fun. I think it's an interesting. I think it's an interesting listen. I think it's it could have been like buried in the middle, but they closed out the whole album with this, and I think that's kind of fun. And uh, yeah, no, I like I like I like my piece. Honestly, I would. Uh, it's another good B side song. And um, yeah, that's my that's my spiel on the. the, the you're a big fan. You're a big fan of this album. I don't think there was a song besides "To the Moon" and. Yeah hero that you didn't like quickie really or, or that, quickie too really i know but didn't like yeah I, yes yeah yeah that, that's kind of my ending notes is I, I i really like this album i'm not gonna lie like i uh i think i think it's a really holistically good album i think it's put together very well i think it sounds cohesively well i think if you're looking for a thing like like for me, if you're going to listen to an album, you want to kind of go in with this whole vibe in mind. And I think if you want this vibe, then this album delivers it to you in spades. Like if you want this new wave Prince fusion genre 2010 thing that's going on here, nailed it on all fronts. Yeah, this is this is top grade for exactly what it was at the time. Yes. As an album, I think it's a little immature in general i think miguel had a lot to learn from this album but he nailed it with the things that he's good at and um yeah. you know the things that he's good at he's timelessly good at them so you know accept yeah. them for what they are enjoy it um yeah and that yeah that's 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 my general note i think you know it's a it's a good album it's yeah. stuck in time yeah um and uh, the the production some of the production was a little bit much uh and a little bit not you know just of the uh, very of the time and 
and pretty generic. I think this is probably this person's problem. The people who produce a lot of these songs were kind of on the cutting edge of the industry at the time and probably probably uh, used a lot of the tricks that were popular at the time. Like this is a very trend on trend album. Yeah, I don't think that um, I don't think anyone attached to this album like went on to like big acclaim or anything like that. I think that I think I think you said it right where it's like I think this album showed Miguel's strengths as well as his weaknesses. Like it's a good opening album to his work. I I, I think I don't know him very well, but I would think that you know it's kind of like it's a cool jumping off point for him yeah that's what i uh, yeah so i don't mean to say like i think that this album is like a hit out of the park or anything like they didn't they didn't come out with just like the debut he didn't come out with like the debut album that's like you know a masterpiece i just think it, yeah i think mm-hmm. it's great for what it is i think like like a genre movie like you know like it's like he, he yeah did you this. know what you're gonna get and you're gonna get it and you're gonna get it and you're gonna get it done at the very least really well for co- except for a couple times <laughs> i i will say that he'll never be able to write anything like sure thing again that 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 you can own that song like that i feel yeah. like you can only write on like the first time you ever fall in love like that's a i think so too. It's a very very young song but that's and that's okay and i think that's fine um i'm glad that we have it i think yeah for me that sure thing's gonna be probably my biggest takeaway probably my biggest takeaway from listening to this which is silly i probably oh, me too well, I mean, like, I, I feel, well, not lame, but I don't know. It is his biggest hit, so it's kind of funny to say, like, oh, but I didn't know him. So Yeah, I had no I'm idea happy. what that song was. I guess, <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess I'm happy. I've never heard of it before. I now know what sure thing is. because Yeah, it's crazy that 330 million plays never, never once touched my eardrum that I remember. Never, I'm sure it has a bunch of times. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's kind of how I feel. Yeah, I don't know. This was, this was a fun album. I, I think this was a fun week. I had, a, I had a really good time, and like I said, it was easy for me to, to kind of throw this album on. Was yes. Like when, when we've listened to like the Who, it was like, okay, well, I'm not gonna like. No. That wasn't that album. That wasn't that album. But it doesn't matter. But that um, was that's literally the scream from "We Won't Get Fooled Again." Oh yeah, yeah, the one song. Yeah. And I just want to mention. I woke up this morning with that in my head, and it was kind of funny. I woke oh, up. To, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good day that's a good day right there you don't have a bad day with that in your head <laughs> that is babo o'reilly you're gonna have a good day anyway so i think that that's it for this, that this episode it. um uh yeah uh but but before we go we're gonna change. thank you very much for listening no you um, gotta you gotta tell me what's next of course yeah oh yeah oh but yeah the the, the final the bridge over um it is Insert drum by a rapper. Modern. Okay. Has done some work with Chancellor Rapper. Has oh. done some work with. Is Anderson this a guessing Pack. game? I like this. I like this it guessing game. Has done some work with Modern Meek rapper, Mill. With Chancellor Rapper, Meek Mill, and Anderson Pack. And what? Pusha T. I feel like I know what this is, and I feel like it's and kind high of high dollar sign, and he is <laughs> below the age of twenty-five. Is it Vince Staples? No, no, it is no. not. What? He's also worked with J. Cole. J. Is Cole it, is a fan of this guy. Is it the baby? <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you one more guess. And I'll give you the best hint. Okay. Um, I feel like I should know. I don't know. It came out under Atlantic Records. That's not helpful. That maybe that doesn't help. Um, he used to have three letters in front of his, his name. 
Lil YBN Corday. YBN Corday. Corday. Oh my God. Yeah, no, he did uh, Young Rich Inwards uh, with Innocent Pack. I love that song. I think I think that's a hit off this album. Interesting. Okay, I'm very interested to see what I don't know any. That's what, the only song what was I the know. Name of the song you said? Uh, well, I guess it's actually a RNP. Yeah, RNP. That's that's on this album. Yeah. Yep, okay. Yep, cool. Yeah. Wait, do you not know that song? Nope. Oh, you're ready for a great time. That is I, I listened Anderson to it briefly, Pack. and I was like, "This is I, that." I was testing through the album, and yep. I listened to that song, and I was like, yep. "Game done." I listened to like 15 seconds of it, and I was like, "That's good." Yep, that was that's the, the one. Uh, that was a, it was a fun song. So we got Although you tempted me with Weffin today, and I I almost went that way, but that's I was like, funny. Nope. I'm kind of glad you didn't, just because I've genuinely been listening to it like a bunch. Oh, nice. <laughs> so. Yeah, this fits a lot better. This is this is a discovery album for both of us. Great, um, yeah, this we, will be fun. I've, I've, I've listened to 10 Corday songs in my life. None of them are on this album. Okay, great. Yeah, I don't know him at all, so this will be fun. Oh, this is going to be good. Yeah, this uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Cool. Well, sure. uh, thanks, uh, all you 10 people out there listening, and um, we'll be Come back. again next week with YB and Cordays on the album crawl.